on this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus. We are hanging out at Juju. Susuru Juju. And they've got all these foods on sticks. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. And I'm a little piece of chicken on a stick. Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com. Brandon, uh-huh. I'm glad that it's just me and you tonight. I, <laughs> it's been you a while. It has been. Yeah. I was out of town for a while, and then we were at Chicken Guy last week. And Why do you hate gay people so I much? I don't. I don't. How come I you've been avoiding me? I, I have not. Just filling up not. your you're schedule. you start rumors. Well, I think you're starting it yourself no. with your absence. Mm-mm. No. I just hate you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, you don't. You could never. No, I, I can't quit you, Brendan. No, well, good. Ooh, a Brokeback Mountain reference. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Here on Bungalow or the Bus, we record in different uh, parts of the downtown bungalow neighborhoods. Today we are in, I guess, Coy Town? I think it's the Milk District. I think they are actually in the, in milk, the milk District. District? I think they're a Milk District member. I'm pretty sure okay. I saw it on a map one time. Adjacent We're, to the Orlando Executive Airport. We're at Juju, we should say. Yeah. The name Su- of the restaurant's Juju. Juju. It's a sister restaurant for Susuru over at Disney Springs. They mm-hmm. do. They specialize in Edo-era Japanese cuisine. Yeah. Uh, so like and, taganaki and, and like things on sticks. Well, yeah. And, and we've had some things on sticks tonight. Yeah. We had some, uh, <laughs> some, some, uh, the way you some talk. fish. There's some some wagyu beef. Oh my Not gosh! A stick, though. A five wagyu beef. We're gonna have photos of this. Everything so far has been fantastic. I love everything here. Uh, Chef Lewis does uh, omakase chef style dinners. Like mm-hmm. you can come in and saddle up. Ooh, I just burp and order like a la carte. But then uh, you can also do a chef dinner, and they'll just send things out to you. All of his selections. Yeah. And I was actually here on Friday. It was my birthday last week, and so happy I, birthday! I, thank you. So. <laughs> My wife and I were like, where do you want to go? I was like, you know, I've never actually been here, so uh-huh. let's go to Juju. And you so, like you like the chef because I you do. used to go to uh, Jade New Asian. Yeah, he used to, they used to operate Jade in College Park. And so we, we rolled up here and we said hello and sat down and we had a fantastic meal. So I asked him, like, hey, can we come back and do a show? Uh-huh. Absolutely, come on back. So that's why we're here tonight. Heck yes, mm-hmm. he's hooking us up. Yeah, so we didn't gonna, have to pay for none of this. Well, no, we'll we'll give him a good tip. Oh yeah, yeah, big old tip. I brought a bunch of my uh, my booby money. Yeah, from well, you bingo. don't have to tell him that. Well, you should probably know where it came from in case <laughs> there's a hair in it. <laughs> uh, how's your week been, John? Uh, good, good. I, I just had a VIP dinner at Hollerbox with uh, Mo DeWitt, our uh-huh. official attorney. I also worked there. As in you held it for your VIP clients. Yeah, we have, we have VIP clients. It was our first dinner ever. So we took them out to dinner, let them get whatever they wanted. Just sort of a, a thank you to our, some of our former clients. It was a lot of fun. What does it take to be a VIP client? Uh, some of it is... You know, you're a former client, and, and a lot of these people, we see them at events, or, or they comment a lot on our, all of our social media. They want our magnets. They want our our merch, and so we, we make them VIP clients. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We get them a, we send them a, an engraved metal card that looks like an Amex card. Wow. So we engrave their name on it and everything. Like they're black Amex members? Yeah, exactly what it looks like. Wow, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah, and they we should be doing special, that for Bungalow or Buddies. They get a special phone number to call us if they need us, and a okay. special email address, and we send them free merch and all this stuff. So yeah. Uh, okay. So we had a dinner for them on Tuesday night. And then uh, Thursday... Is Solar Bears first Solar Bears game? Yeah, uh, home opener. They're, they played opener. already up in I think Jacksonville. Home opener. Yeah, yeah. And again, as a reminder to Bungalow Buddy members, if you have our special keychain, it's like a 
a buy local card. You know, mm-hmm. you can unlock deals. And if you show up to the Solar Bear specific window at the Amway Center and show your keychain, you can unlock a ten dollar uh, ticket deal. Where is the Solar Bear's window at? I think it's. They said fourteen and fifteen, uh, right in the front there, probably along Church yeah. Street. Which I'll be honest, I looked for the fourteen fifteen. They didn't see it, <laughs> so now I'm starting to wonder they if think it's they, like you think they just lied to you and told you there maybe? was a fourteen. Yeah, 15? and then it just never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, sh- you didn't find it. No, you couldn't like, like a free beer tomorrow type yeah. of side. Ask them, if you show up, just ask them for the solar bear window. They'll tell you where to go. That's right. <laughs> what I'm going to suggest. I should check it out tomorrow. But I'm going to be going to uh, a concert at All Red. They they found out how much me and Scotty Campbell like love going there. Yeah. and Big we, country music fans, you and Scotty. You know what? Not bad. We're, we're not. I don't hate it. And that's uh, the fault of a, an ex-boyfriend I had. A Polish man uh, who 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 just loved country music, but he was deep in the closet, so I think he was using that as a, a crutch. Mm. Just between us, uh, busy week for us. We our my new beer is now uh, available at Tactical Brewing. It's what? called Brenda's Stanky Danky. Ooh. It's named Did after you have my some? drag queen. Uh, yeah, they actually made a little slimmy for us, a little slim keg for bingo on Monday. Monday or Tuesday? Or Tuesday. Thank you for correcting me. You don't even know what day it is, I I don't. I'll be honest. I'm on a marathon. October is always busy, but since doing drag, it's like I'm getting booked like crazy Mm -hmm. to host other people's events, and then we're doing our own events, too. But we... uh, We had it available there. It's a a hazy IPA. That's what you like. It is what I like, uh, because it always tastes a little bit... You know, like marijuana y, mm-hmm. which I'm into. And then we kind of turned up the marijuana on it too. So when you crack open a can, we, I want it to smell like weed. Oh, and does it? Uh, well, I haven't tried the can yet. I've, I've just done the draft, but the draft smelled a little bit can like Can you make it. a bong out of the can? You could do whatever you want to do. I don't recommend smoking out of aluminum, but <laughs> I have done it in my past. <laughs> I'm sure you have. I, I've poked some holes in some Coke cans in my life. Uh, <laughs> In they should have had a little spot on your label, like where to where do to it, do yeah, it? Where to cut Oh, that's it. funny. We should <laughs> next do time, that. Next oh, time. that's good. The second run. That is funny. I hosted a, a celebrity bowling event for Zebra Foundation, which went great. And thank you so much. We had a lot of radio listeners out there. Were you the celebrity? Uh, well, they. I was supposed to be on the celebrity team, and then they got me to host. Mm. Uh, Scott Maxwell was there, oh. which I thought was interesting that he was at a gay event, given how much uh, you know he gets a lot of flack. For people, what? people tease him. They think they tease him. They say he's a secret gay, but oh. he's not. He's just very friendly and shows up. <laughs> uh, he a good bowler? <laughs> I don't. I don't think he was. <laughs> Carlos Guillermo Smith was there too, mm. and I made fun of him for having a limp wrist. <laughs> <laughs> the microphone. I actually kind of was like, and then I targeted it to everybody, and I was like, I don't know who thought of this <laughs> for a gay fundraiser. <laughs> You know, sports are the, the, sport, the, the, well, the best thing. Sports in general, yeah, I think we could do okay. I'm not saying that, but but specifically for people who are prone to having limp wrists, bowling should prove a little bit difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come out with prizes this weekend. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you going to go? I don't know, maybe. I'm trying to find a float to go on. Nobody has invited you on their float? No, I'm a little surprised, Maybe you actually. just sneak on one. Well, I traditionally... Well, okay. I generally like to just show up and crash someone's float. Uh, 
but with like a little bit of an invitation because you have to pay to be in there. I don't want to just show up and sneak on like a ninja. Uh, but I might. You're, it's not very conspicuous what you're wearing either. I, I don't Generally, think anybody's gonna. Uh, uh, think I get you're a all tarted up. I get <laughs> real tarted up. I hop on a bicycle. I bike downtown. I hop on a float. I do the parade and then I go home. I don't even really do the grounds or anything because when you're in drag and you're at those events, people just take pictures. They touch you. They touch, touch you. Yeah, I did that once. I got bruises all over my body. Just like when I went to Gasparilla once, dressed as a merman. Holy jeez, molested I was. Uh, I'm hosting, I have to say before we get into the news news, uh, there's two big events coming up. Our Congratulations to everybody who bought a ticket for our brunch bingo Yeah, at Swine and Sons. It just sold out. What day is that? Sunday. This Sunday. Yeah, 1130. Oh, you missed it. You can't go. You can't go. It's sold out, which I'm very excited about. But there is overflow seating on the patio. I just, I cannot guarantee you'll be able to hear my beautiful voice from outside. <laughs> that's that call that bingo could be a numbers. good thing, though. Honestly, they might not want to hear they you. They might not want to. You <laughs> might just want to be in the proximity of me and trying Swine and Sons' new brunch menu because they took over the milk house in the mm-hmm. milk district. So we're mm-hmm. helping them launch this new brunch thing. I hope they recreate that burger that was there because that was one of the best burgers oh my I gosh, had The number in of Orlando. people talking about that burger it was and how good. mad they are. It was They're a fantastic burger. Andy's bringing something to oh, us right Andy's now. Andy's just bringing more and more Andy, food. go ahead and put that down and I'm going to hold this microphone up. You can tell you us can what tell you brought us. Exactly okay? what it is, and I hope this is the last thing because it looks like be fish. Full. This is me a four-week dry-aged tutorial with pepper sauce, chive oil, caviar, and some Tokyo scallion on top. Okay. Oh, what's tutorial? Is it like a tuna? This is gonna be the medium fatty tuna. Medium right, fatty. We're gonna t- take photos of all this. Brendan's I think if I was a tuna, I'd be a medium fatty tuna. Thanks, <laughs> 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 Andy. And he's like, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it does. Everything looks gorgeous here. If you've never been here, you should come check it out. Everything is so good here. Yeah, and approachable. Mm-hmm. And like, if you the a la carte menu stuff, and not it's su- not no, super, it's not super expensive. Like the skewers here, they're like three, four dollars, and you get a bunch yeah. of meat on. I had chicken skins the other day; they were delicious. Everything looks like it's under twenty bucks. Yeah, you know, so not bad. Someone's mm-hmm. here with their kids, so you know, if you're not you're not spending more than twenty bucks on your kid, no, uh, <laughs> at least not for food. No, not for food. Oh, and then we have uh, I'm hosting Rocky Horror Bingo on Monday at Ivanhoe Ivanhoe Park Brewing. Uh, at six o'clock, I believe six thirty is probably more like you it. You got to dress as. Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. Right. Can yeah. I throw Jello at you and rice and stuff? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> that's called a kink, though, mm. isn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, I that's don't what know. they do in the movie, right? Yeah. Do you like Rocky Horror Picture Show? It's all right. I don't no. know if I've actually ever sat through from start uh. to finish, but I, I've seen it all in parts. I tried to go to the one at Plaza a couple years ago. Never again. No. No. Nerd Fest. Mm. I think it, they spent probably <laughs> two hours leading up to the show of just being nerds, mm-hmm. you know, on. It's their crowd. Yeah. You get amongst your crowd. Much. Like, I, that, I, that person. I was knows there to me. see the show. Yeah. You know. Well, why were you there two hours early? I wasn't. Oh. The start time, it starts, it started, and then it was like, it just. It was just them like doing weird games and stuff mm. on the stage and not actually playing the movie. And I was like, "Can this be printed somewhere first? Because I would have skipped all this <laughs> I crud." I watch it now. Yeah, I came here to watch the show, not watch all <laughs> of y'all. Like an just, old man, you know, 
touch each other on stage. <laughs> All right, what do we got news-wise? Okay, uh, big news item this week. The oh, yeah. city's actually swooping in to purchase the Pulse nightclub. I saw that. It was today. So today's Wednesday. We're recording a little early I wasn't going to tell sorry, anyone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, we got to give it some context. So, they, like you said, they swooped in and said, uh, did they actually buy it or are they... They have to vote on it to buy. They, it. They, they need to vote on it, but the city has an, has announced their intention to purchase it mm. uh, for two million dollars. Two million. It was assessed at one point nine million. I saw, I, yeah, I saw that yeah, somewhere. I wrote that too, but it was originally I th- the the property 2. appraiser 5. has it for oh. three hundred and some thousand. Oh well. So I'm a little. I don't know where the assessment comes from. It's, that land's worth more than three hundred thousand, though. Maybe it's the building was three hundred thousand. Maybe. maybe. I but better they, go but back originally, the city said we were going to give them. It was like two point two five million years ago, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. Right when it had originally happened, yeah. when when the shooting had happened, and they were and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're never going to open up here again. This is a tragedy. We and can't do that." The city offered the owners two point two five, which isn't a ton less now. It was way over at that time. I think it was assessed at one. Million. Ah. So it was double, mm. uh, and they uh, and they said yes, and then the owners, the Pomas, it's a husband and wife, and the other guy, and this Papa Gianni something he lives in Daytona Beach. Yeah, I can't remember. It's very I Italian. Yeah, I don't name. remember his name. You know, uh, it's it's so Italian you would expect him to be sitting in the corner <laughs> of a of a pub, covered in smoke, raising his fingers mm, at you. You know, yeah, eating smoked meats. <laughs> They're gonna make you an offer. But anyway, the city says we'll give you. A, uh, two million now. Yeah, we're gonna give you two million. They turned it down the first time. They did. Uh, and then there was some kerfuffles. There lately. was some kerfuffle. The Miss Barbara Poma, Poma, one of the co-owners, uh, announced that she would be uh, the. They launched a nonprofit, One Pulse Foundation, and then she was summer, summerly kind of like excommunicated, divorced from the <laughs> from the organization. And after she was no longer the director, the new director announced that they. We're not going to be pursuing putting a memorial on the property because mm-hmm. the Pomas wanted them to buy it from them. And they were and trying. Like, we don't want it. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, oh, we're, at that price, at that price for two million And the organization's like, "You should just be giving this to us. Why would you want to be charging us two million And they were kind of. I, I don't want to say they, but I, I felt like they were kind of blaming the guy in Daytona. They a little did. Bit. That's and, what Barbara Poma like did. Want to? He was like, he doesn't oh, want anything to do with it. Yeah, he just he, wants to recoup his investment. Uh-huh. You know, which. I, unless he foot, he did not pay two million dollars for that in the nineties. No, but I mean, you know, when you buy things thirty years ago, you expect them he to said he, uh, appreciate. I, at this point, it's like just gift it. Like if you really are this angel that you keep telling everybody you are, and you're wearing white to all of your fancy public announcement meetings, and like I've seen them all roll out of a limo together, they gave themselves a raise. She she got a she was getting paid two hundred and thousand dollars last year i know i know the argument to that was well they they took a really uh a big pay cut during covid so this i'm just ta- I'm, I'm not defending i'm just telling you what i read yeah lady come on and that's they crazy said, this was sort of getting me back up to where no. i was and now anyway, the city the, now the city's city. gonna swoop and in this and, and give them a they big old payday for two million dollars they haven't really the city or yeah, home uh, the city like, i'm a very surprised i had actually just spoken with the city mm-hmm. and i was given a quote by them last time i wrote about it in july when it came forth that they were not going to be building it there mm-hmm. and i asked the city i was like well are you guys gonna buy the property are you going to buy it? What's happening? Were you poking, huh? were you poking uh-huh. the And I was poking mayor, them. Poking like, the bear. <laughs> hey, are you going to buy it? Why don't you happened? buy it, Mayor Dyer? And they said, uh, no, we have no interest in buying that property. Mm. No. 
They can. They, we tried to buy it once. No. So what changed? Somebody raised the stink. I don't know what was going to happen. Maybe somebody said, "Well, what if they build a Starbucks there?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it could have been a Starbucks. Yeah, I mean, they could have leveled it. I mean, I don't know if that would have happened. I don't but know. I bet could have. I want to know. I would love to see that chain of emails that led to them buying this I mean, property. It, um, it, technically, it should be public record. I can make a request. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it because it just doesn't really make sense. But I'm glad they're doing it. I don't think it should be developed. I'm, I get them wanting to buy it. You think they'll level it? I think oh, they yeah. Will. They're yeah. going to level so it, the and they're going to put it. up a monument and make it green space. And then be done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it should be. Mm. That's all it should be. And then does that take the wind out of the sails of the other thing? One Pulse Foundation? Yeah. Well, they've already decided they didn't want to do a memorial. But they want to like do a museum. A multi, multi, multi-million dollar museum. It sounds like they're not going to do right? that giant, massive airplane-looking oh, really? museum. It's going to be very scaled down. They're not even going to knock down the warehouse that they purchased for the museum. They're just going to renovate it. So they're mm. going to use it as is. Fill it with all their, you know, memorabilia that they've collected. What do they call? They call it artifacts. All of the things that were left at the, the. I, I think we. Sh- I'll stop. People are going to make fun of me. I'm really poo pooing it. I don't like that they're getting paid two million dollars for that property. In fact, it. I think kind of disgusts me. I just think they're. I think the city's like. This is the easiest solution. Like this is going to. They keep, need to donate it, but they're just not going to. But if you're not going to donate it. I, I think the city's like, look, this is not the ideal thing. But I, don't, I think the city should just turn away at that point. They have enough public space. We could do a memorial somewhere offsite. I don't think it has to be on that site. And it's and if ultimately, if it has to be moved somewhere else, because we shouldn't, I don't think we should be paying $2 million for that property. Because they're, they're profiting. They're profiting. They $2 are. million. Dollars. No. She was getting paid 200000 She probably already made $2 million if that site in the wasn't, past few years just from salary. If that wasn't Pulse, let's say it, it was two blocks away, I mean, that site would still be worth money. I mean, you would still, if you invested 500000 30 years ago, Either it's probably worth Either you care about making it a memorial or you don't. And I don't and think. maybe they I don't. Think charges, maybe they don't. I don't think they do. And, and I don't think they do. And I think this shows it. Okay. And, and then are you sad. saying just, just own it then? Just be like, you know what? We're, just we're, own it. Yeah, just be like, we are in this for the money then. Yeah, they are. $2 million. Mm. They just they just made out like bandits. Split three ways. Two but million. still a lot of money. Well, yeah, I'd love to know with a split too. <laughs> anyway, I'll stop. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see I'll how stop. long it takes for the city to do their thing though too. Because it has been seven years, right? Seven, seven years. No, wait. Yeah. yeah, seven years. So can the city move faster once they own it and do what they want to yeah, do? Yeah, they're going to knock it down because that building is not up to code. There's no reason you know for what, it Brendan? to be there. The, the 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 parks that there already is zoned to be temporary. Do you know? Do you know? I just thought of this, Brendan. What? So it's October now, right? Uh huh. Let's say they buy it at the end of the month. Give them two more months to do like site assessments. Knock it down in January, February. Build a park. Uh-huh. What are you going to be ready for? The anniversary in June. So maybe now is just good timing for them to say, "Look, we can do something by the next anniversary uh, in in June." I don't even think they're thinking. Do you think they're thinking that far ahead? Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I just because another year where there's nothing there. I even hate that we're talking about. I know. Anyway, again, I just think another year of industry. how come we haven't? How come nothing's happened? Is, yeah. is not. A they good kind look. of have abandoned it too. So like, the, it's the, not. We should say this is not, not the city's fault either. No, no. But kind of, they no. just stood on the sideline and let but them do whatever they wanted. It wasn't their property. It wasn't up to tried, code. But they tried. 
It's not been up to code this whole time. The permit ran through, ran out for their temporary use okay. permit. They haven't been looking after it. The there was a T-shirt stand that was on property, uh, you know, selling T-shirts at a at a, the site of a shooting. I know, but they're not going to going to crack down on that. And now there's nobody really watching it. They since the, the nonprofit security. left, the Palmas don't have any. They're not footing the bill for security there. Uh, so it's just kind of open. Someone, right. people are in there taking selfies. Or I something. just, I think, I wonder if there'll be something there by June of 2024. Yeah. I don't know, man. Anyway, let's take a break. All right. When we get back, we're going to talk about things that are not pulse related. Oh, but we're here at Juju, we should say. And it's out. so good. It's so good. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's happening? How's it going, Bus? I'm great. I'm fantastic. Question for you. Why are motorcycle accidents so much worse than car accidents? Well, I mean, just the general damage that's caused. Obviously, you're not protected in a motorcycle, which is you know, why you want to hire an attorney who's really experienced with motorcycle accidents, because they can be complicated, and oftentimes... You know, the other driver, the insurance company tries to put blame on the motorcycle, even if it wasn't really their fault, because, you know, motorcycles do have kind of a stigma associated with them. And, you know, if you don't know how to handle the case properly, um, it can be difficult to fight against that stigma. All right. I, I don't have a motorcycle. Not I yet. Was... We're going to get you one. Oh, yes. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Coming this week is Battle Royale, which is about 42 ninth graders that are sent to a deserted island, given a map, food, and weapons, and are forced to follow rules or a collar on their neck will explode. One of those rules is to kill each other. It's hunger meets squid games. The Stuff will screen on the Midnight Movie for Saturday 21st. And Hotel Transylvania 2 is the selection for Enzian's Kids Halloween Party on Sunday, October 22nd. For more information, head to enzian.org today. Blah, 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 movies. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. I'm a medium fat fish, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. We had some medium fat fish here at Juju. Oh, and it is rich. It is so good, though. It's cream. It melts in your mouth. It really does just melt mm-hmm. in your mouth like a fatty M&M. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. But if you've never been to Juju, it's here on Colonial and McGuire over by Fashion Square Mall. It used to be an old pizza hut. Yeah, Edo Era Japan. Super good. Uh, delicious food. Food, very hip. There's Chef like, Lewis. Chef Lewis. Rocking it. Knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. There's little Astro Boy sculptures everywhere. Fun, like, cartoony things. Yeah, it's a cool place inside. It's just, like, fun yeah. to be in here. And tons of Japanese people. Yeah. So, like, you got <laughs> okay. just here. Well, you didn't. If, if, if they're eating here, then you know it's, it's good. <laughs> Right? I guess. It's not just a bunch of white people who think they know That's what they're true. eating. That's true. That's no, true. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm fighting a sneeze right now. Okay. Uh, here you, want on- to, you want me to talk for a little bit? Yeah. All right. Well, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all things in downtown Orlando and the surrounding bungalow neighborhoods like the Milk District, where we kind of are today. Yeah. 
I say kind of. We are. We are. We're on the edge right by Fashion Square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day Planet Fashion Fitness. Square will be something again, yeah. but who you knows know, when. If you're on Grinder, Planet Fitness pops up, I'm sure, because it's right there. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Longhorn Steak? Yeah, Longhorn Steakhouse over there. You know yeah. that Olive Garden over there is Co- one of the first Olive Gardens? I yeah I did. They redid it though, but like now it's a, one of their new flagship ones. Ah, uh-huh, but flagship like, the, design. like the other one was like one of the original. It might have been the original one. Something's apparently getting built between it. Someone mm-hmm. just sent me an email, and I haven't looked into it yet. But I just remembered, so maybe I'll drive by. All right. Uh, before the break, we we're talking about stuff that was boring. So now we're going to talk about all the other headlines. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't boring. It was good. It's important. Heated. It's heated. Uh, I just have like real feelings about it. That's good. Yeah. That I don't know. I'm allowed know. to feel, Brendan. It's Am okay I allowed to feel? feel. It's Thanks, okay man. to feel. I try. <laughs> but we were spark- talking about spending and things. Uh, Visit Orlando uh, apparently is kind of in a little bit of hot water, at least with Scott Maxwell. Did you oh, read this article? I, I did, yeah. yeah. I thought it was this a reoccurring theme with uh, Mr. Maxwell. and, See, he's, and he's watching Visit Orlando. Orlando. He's watching their spending. It's, it's, they're here to promote tourism. Yes. That's to Orlando. Visit Orlando. It's in the title yeah. of their organization. They just got almost $100 million this year from what? The state government? They get some money, yeah. Uh, to promote us. And, and apparently they, and generally they use their funding to buy ads in like places like Milwaukee, I mm-hmm. think is what Maxwell get said. Get those you know. people to come down to us. Yeah, like if it's a real bad blizzard coming, they'll put up some ads. Like imagine sunny Florida. And I'm sure it works. Yeah, but they apparently have just been spending on a campaign recently here in Orlando. They're spending dollars locally to try to convince people that uh, tourist tax do- that they should be getting tourist tax dollars. And tourism's good. Yeah, yeah, and there and it was a lot of money. Mm. Apparently, like like tens of thousands of dollars. Oh, I'm sure it's more than that on, on just a radio yeah, campaign. Yeah, it's not cheap to advertise on the radio and no, television. and not for a prolonged set of time. Uh-uh. So yeah, they're really trying to convince people double down that tourist tax development dollars, those bed taxes that we've talked about, should be going to them at okay. least a portion of them to increase their budget and bring more people here. Uh, which means they're using tax dollars to campaign. And perhaps even lobby to get more money to get more public dollars. And I actually thought that was a very interesting shout out for Mr. Scott Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they. As I've said, I know. In the, I get the, their in emails. The they reach out to us I've all the time. Here, I, I know there's been some pushback on what Visit Orlando does and how they operate from from. Scott <laughs> Maxwell. Well, nobody else. And is I'm pro- not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that, no. that's a reoccurring. Who else thing. is writing about it? No, there's. I mean, there's really nobody yeah. writing opinion pieces. Hardly. That's true. In in Central Florida, opinion pe- I don't write opinion pieces. Uh-uh. You just have opinions and you say them on I the wait, radio. I wait for the radio to do my opinions on bundle or tell people. I just, it was all AI generated. I if, you, if they don't like it, it wasn't really <laughs> it was, you talking. It wasn't me. That was AI. I, I'm learning how to do that. It would be nice if there were more columns in Central Florida, because at one point there were a lot. I, I say, know. I guess there's handful. just so many opinions just flying. Yelp and yeah, but like Instagram. Yeah, I take all that with a grain of salt, though. Like somebody who like does it for a living, I, I give them a little more credibility. Well, let's unpack that. Okay, do you want to? Yeah, I guess it goes to critics too, right? Anybody can have an opinion on something. Yeah, doesn't mean you have so any knowledge is it, about it. But what is it about? Well, maybe Scott Maxwell isn't a learned scholar on tax dollars. Like, what I, I, about? I would I would disagree with that. There I mean, might you be might s- disagree with with Scott here and there, but I I, I would 
I wouldn't say he doesn't know what he's talking about because he does because he understands like uh, uh, concepts of things and and reads things. I think and, I think the general public can also <laughs> you understand deal with the, the general public all thing. the time. Do you think so? <laughs> Tell me about some of the emails Listen, and, and messages you've got no, on trying, Instagram. Don't throw my personal stuff in this. I'm trying to be a devil's advocate here and discuss something. What what is it that sets him apart as a learned individual to discuss those topics that maybe nobody else should? Like Scott Joseph or Fayez Kara. I mean, they're like, the same way. They're somebody that also has uh, a reputation and an uh-huh. opinion and, and has some knowledge behind it. I'm not saying people online can't. It's have tough. That. I'm I, just saying they have earned it because they've been doing it. You know for why so I'm long. triggered, John? You know mm-hmm. I'm triggered because because I didn't because I didn't mention you or no, no. I just I have a food column and. Orlando Magazine, yeah. they wanted me to be a critic, and I said, I'm not a critic. That's okay. And and mostly because I'm afraid I will burn bridges and people will hate me. But then in this November issue that's coming up, mm-hmm. it's their best of food issue, and I wrote a lot about my favorites. That's okay. And that's what I tried to frame it as. You're I was like, I'm not saying these are the best. I'm not an authority. But that's what. But I know people are going to get mad. So what? Because I'm saying, what's the best restaurant? What's the best ice cream? What's the best date night? I spot? think how you frame it is is important too. I mean, I don't know how you start your, uh, your article about it. Your I, story. Basically, what I said was, uh, you know, you're going to hate me. I don't care. This is what I think is good. And if you disagree, that's awesome. But maybe try out these places. Yeah, that's fine. Is what I said. That's fine. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks, I man. Mean, is that the same as somebody going to a restaurant one time and saying it's the worst restaurant they've ever had? Like on Yelp? No, like you have. You've probably been to these but places. But I. A but I'm of saying times. I don't think it's funny. I just I did a flip on you because it started with me saying what sets someone up as a learned individual, mm-hmm. and I'm saying anyone can be a learned individual. But I don't think that's true. But you because I don't want to be. But you've also been to a ton of restaurants in Central I have, Florida, so and I do have, have a, some knowledge. I have a sixth sense too of like who's going to last and who's not going to yeah. last. Yeah. When I come into a space, I, I mean, I I feel like I have a little bit of that too. We go to places yeah. like you and I will sit down and be like. Yeah, this is good, but I don't know if it's going to make it. What? And then, I'm not saying that here at Juju. I think this place is great, and they are, they are going to make They're it. They're packed been here right two now. Years. They yeah, are packed. packed. Everybody's smiling. But there are certainly places you and I go to where, like, eh, we might not see this next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And places that have paid us to be there. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's business. That's yeah. restaurants, whatever. I need your police hat on for a second. I retired, but go ahead. Okay. Well, speaking of retiring, they just the Orlando Police Department just retired their mounted patrol I unit. I saw that. No, I saw that. Which I guess the unit was only two people. Yeah, I saw that too. That's crazy. Uh, yes and no. I mean... They're uh, getting first, rid of... They had four horses and two riders. Yeah. First, I'm sure it's a cost thing. I know it is yeah. a cost thing. And so for OPD, their stables were near um, the camping world. Yes. Stadium, and they're older, I think, and so it just they it just cost- renovated them, but they still didn't. I guess it didn't stick because it's still too hot in the stables for the I horses. Believe it. I believe it, but it, it just costs so much money to keep a horse, feed a horse, and then, like you said, there was only two uh, officers who were uh, yeah. assigned to the unit. That's because some of it is you got to find people that know how to ride horses. And you might not have a lot within your department. It's just a shame. It is. It is a little bit. But I think some of this is because the Orange County Sheriff's Office has a more robust uh, mounted patrol unit. And so OPD can lean on uh, the if sheriff's they office need if them. they need it. And a lot of people. So if somebody's listening to be like, why does anybody need a horse in today's yeah, day tell and age? Me. I'll tell you what they told me. Now, you can agree or disagree with uh-huh. this. But 
there's a there's a number of reasons they use horses, but the main reason, at least what I was told, was there are places horses can go that vehicles can't. So if you had a lost child Narnia. in the woods, well, Narnia, yeah. but if you had a lost child like in the woods somewhere, in the thick woods, you might be able to get a horse back there better than, better like, an than ATV. like an ATV or, or even on foot. Also, when you're on a horse, um, you're higher, higher up, you're yeah. higher up, and then and when it does come to like actual crowd control, whether it's at like a football game or whatever, most people respect horses more than the people um, on them. People, well, no, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just like if you're up above and you need to like do a maneuver, you're probably not going to punch a horse. So okay, that was some of the reasons they said that plus, horse will punch you back. Yeah, plus they're good. Uh, they're kind of good PR too because when you do parades, and so stuff, where will their horses go? They'll retire. They'll either retire them or donate them. They'll they'll be fine. I'm okay, sure. yeah, yeah. But it's sad because they have had it for forty years. They've had a unit there. I wonder what'll happen to the farm. The barn. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But it's still there. It's over. Probably sell the property Probably, if it's right yeah. there. It yeah, could yeah. just be overflow parking for camping. Yeah. So just they, interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess it costs the the unit cost two hundred and twenty thousand dollars over the past three years. Yeah, that's probably two two officers' salaries and feeding all the horses and whatnot. Yeah. And that actually sounds lower than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Well, so well. I'm sure if they're going to cut costs, they can find it there. Uh, the Indie Folk Fest, one of my favorite annual events. You hosted. No, it's nope. Blue Star. Blue Star. She did it last year. She's doing it again this year. I must have done something wrong. You and I hosted it one year. We did with Jenny DeWitt. We sure did. Yeah. Which that I was haven't a, been asked back. So That was a struggle. <laughs> and then I turned them down. I remember once. And then they, they probably think you back. and I are a pair. So if Brendan turns yeah. them down, John's not going to do, do it. That's fine. Are you available for hosting no. duties, John? Uh, I could be, depending on when. Okay. Depends on what it is. I'll just start sending people your way again. Depends on what it is. I don't want to. I like my weekends. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. I did the Joyland Festival this past weekend. I saw the photos. I probably should have biked over there, but I was doing it's yard fun. work. Beautiful day. Beautiful day. That's why oh, I was doing yard work. Oh, my gosh. I should have. I need to move my lung. Mm. Anyway, Indie Folk Fest, October 28th, Manila Museum, noon to 5 p.m., totally free. It's like live concerts right at Lake uh, Lake Formosa, mm-hmm. and they have cool artists and a bunch of bar people are going to be there selling drinks. Pizza Bruno is going to pop up. Cool. Check that out. Imperial. The Imperial Winter Park. Closed forced down. To, yeah. Well, they were forced to move out. Was it the rent? Was the rent too high? No. Well, they didn't even get an option to renew. Someone the, Someone bought their building. Uh, which had other of, tenants. We say this is off Park Avenue, New England, or I, I always forget or one, of the, one of the side streets. Yeah, side street, mm-hmm. which is so funny because we don't really think of the side streets for Park Avenue. Cool place though, the Imperial in Winter Park. One of the first businesses to really kind of carve out a spot for themselves off of Park Avenue. I believe that. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a hundred percent sure they were actually going to make it. Uh, they, they had made, food there. That was the difference between yeah, the one in Ivanhoe. Orlando. Yeah. I mean, they have some food there, but they really had food at the one in Winter Park. Yeah. Uh, so they someone bought the building and told them they needed to leave. They needed to get out. They didn't have an option to renew their wow. lease. And so they are apparently secured a spot, or they're about to sign a lease for a spot that's already occupied on Park Avenue. Mm-hmm. They won't tell anybody where it is. Uh and by the time that person moves out by the end of the year and then they do the build out, it'll be like end of 2024. Oh, I think wow. mid 2024 is when they're hoping to reopen on Park Avenue. Uh, but in the meantime, they're going to have a larger kitchen built out at the Ivanhoe location. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Kind of offset that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, East End Market celebrating 10 years on the 26th. I can't believe, believe it's been 10 years since they opened. I and remember when that was just a church. Yeah. It was just like a, a band. I don't say abandoned, but not much going kinda, on there. I think it kind of was Maybe abandoned. it was. I don't think anything was happening. I remember inside. when they first opened. I don't even know if it was East End Market yet, but they did something called. Um, it was a bacon event. It was all bacon. It was called okay. like Bacon Toberfest or something like that. I don't remember what. It, I don't remember the exact name. Was that Mark Berrytelli? I don't think so. Okay, it was, it was just like an event they did. That's I'd funny. have to look it up. But I, I covered it when I worked in the newspaper, and it was like so many people there. It was like when bacon was like the thing. Yeah, and there was just bacon everything, bacon <laughs> t-shirts, bacon sandwiches, bacon everything. And I and it was at East End, but I don't know if it was East End yet. Like they maybe they were like just about Trans- to. They're yeah, still yeah, building they're just it about out to do it. But I mean, John Rife. John Rafe, my handsome, uh, my handsome friend, John Rafe. Fun, if you've never been to East End, it's in Audubon Park. It's great. I mean, it's a fun place to like food, take. First food hall? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in Central Florida. Uh-huh. And that bar upstairs is really cool, too. I don't the think neighbors. a lot of people know that it's there. Yeah. And they have a cool merch presence up there. Late, they're open later, they, the, they're, the bar. Their pop-up food person right now is Danilo's Noodle Bar. It's like Italian-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, kind of like pizza. Yeah. and uh, But they specifically. They ooh, specialize. That's hard. <laughs> specialize in uh, noodles and pasta. Nice. Plus, Gideon's is there, the cookie place. Yeah, which people are going there from all over. I like Gideon's. I don't care what anybody says. Who like they're like oh. this isn't a cookie. It's yeah. raw. It's so like, good. Like you don't eat cookie dough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with you? I love it there. Yeah, I do too. And they're massive. Mm-hmm. And Steven. Steve Lewis. Steve Lewis. You, you know what? Here's a preview for next month's issue. I voted him best uh, desserts. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Because I think he's great. Plus, he succeeded at doing what Visit Orlando has not been able to do and getting tourists to go to downtown Orlando. They've been trying to capture 3% of tourist traffic to come downtown since they started. So you're saying Gideon's is downtown? Are you giving him downtown? Yeah, I'm saying right, Audubon right. Park is a downtown right, get, bungalow right. neighborhood. Right, that's what you mean. I, yeah. I thought there was somewhere downtown that I didn't no, know No, he opened their their annex spot. They opened a, a cookie shop in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. The lineup is six hours sometimes. That's so crazy. And people were like, oh, we could drive downtown 40 minutes from now and get the cookies and come back sometimes faster. Not, sometimes they sell out over at East End, so you got to get do. on it. They do. Mm-hmm. But I like that people... People are coming. Tourists are driving downtown for cookies. Yeah. Like that's what this, if that's what the shit is. That's what the city should be doing <laughs> is is working with these businesses mm-hmm. that have a pull. That why aren't they working with Gideon's to find them a spot downtown? Put them in Wall. I mean, burgers. I don't know if he would because he's like I already got my spot at East End. Subsidized, uh-huh. you know. Pay for it. Pay for him to move downtown. You mm-hmm. want to make it a family friendly thing? You should be actively recruiting. Local businesses that are successful like him and drawing people downtown. I hear you. You want family-friendly people downtown? Put it next to the library. Yeah. I don't know. I I agree. I like that. That's what I have to say. Uh, Universal Orlando was just granted a special district status. Don't Don't they already have one? I th- I don't I guess they don't because the Orange County Board of County the Orange County Board of County Commissioners that's a weird title created a special district for their around Universal this is just like what Disney was doing and then DeSantis got mad but now they've done another one for Universal uh, and it's going to redirect taxes and fees back into the district and that's so that they can build 
Specifically, they're doing this so they could build a train station there. Oh. And it will connect to For the Sunrail? convention center. I think it's Sunrail. Convention center and uh, the airport. I guess I forgot about that big fight they were trying to do with Sunrail. Like, was it going to go south of Universal? Was it going to go to Disney? Well, Hunters Disney, Creek like, took was their, their, Disney didn't want they it. Wanted, like, their, they like took their ball and went home or something, right? Which is they're mad about dumb. Them. Yeah, because they didn't want it to stop at Universal, right? I don't. Th- I think they just want to be able to control what's coming in. I don't know. They I just remember a fight. Can you imagine taking the train to Disney? No, because I don't want to go to Disney. You, I don't. No, no, I'm kidding. You I'm never kidding. go to Disney? Not real. I'll go to Disney Springs every now and then. I haven't been to Disney World in forever. Want to go drink around nothing, the world? I got nothing against it. I just don't go. Let's go drink around the world. But I agree with you on the train thing. Like it just to me, it seems it seems like the more tourists, the better that you can get them yeah. from the airport, whether like, it stops at Universal or not. Like there's this Emmy. Okay, so I'm Emmy nominated. I know, I know. I'm Emmy nominated for my television show, uh, and they're doing the awards in December. I am thinking if I do go to the ceremony, I could take Brightline. You know what a cool option that I could take the train there. You know, I don't know what the last connector. I'm still going to have to pay an Uber. Yeah, yeah, but at least I I look cute and I can just show up, (laughs) just roll in. I don't know how I get home. I got to figure that out too. But I'll I, I still home. like that it's an option. I'd love to take it to Tampa. Oh, it doesn't go that way. <laughs> no, but they're talking about an extension. Can yeah, you imagine well, taking the train to, to Tampa. That thing Ten years ago, too. But Rick Scott didn't want that. Much. Uh, why do people keep messing things up? <laughs> a developer wants to build a surf park over near Winter Garden. I saw that too. Like fifty million dollars, right? Uh, I think so. I think it was a fifty million dollar project over. Kind of near Horizons West area. Yeah. Uh, near On an old dump. Yeah, there's an Orange County golf course over there. Orange County National, I think it's called. Okay. And so it's across from there. But yeah, it was an old dump, and they want to put this like big surf complex. 13-acre pool. Huge. With a beach all around it. Cool with, idea. I'm with just this, like... And the wave machine's like this thing that just... It's like a big arm, and it'll just push into the water. And it can do like different kinds of waves. Yeah. I'm just surprised they It'd can... It'd be great recoup- for like championships and things. We're... Uh, I'm just surprised they can recoup $50 million on people surfing, but I guess. I think they will. Just tournaments. Red Bull could be renting it out to do surf competitions right uh-huh. in Orlando. They had one of those like endless wave things in Kissimmee a long time ago because I, I did a video on it. Oh. But this is like. And it, and it didn't work? I don't know if it's still there or not. I have no idea. It was way far in Kissimmee. Buy that old one. But this one, no, this thing's like. That thing on steroids, like it's oh, okay. way bigger because it's outside. It like kind of looks like those thing. lagoons. Yeah. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. The endless wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different. This is actually it's just a pool. It's like a wave pool with a giant plunger. <laughs> okay. And it just p- pushes in. Yeah. Okay. And it just makes waves, and you can I surf mean, on. But it. but there are some people out there that were not happy about it because the noise, the the from what waves? I guess. I guess, yeah, because the guy, the developer was like, it's the soothing sounds of waves. waves. Like, what do you not like about... I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some noise out there because of just traffic and uh, people. people laughing and having fun. But that whole area, have you been out there recently, like Horizons West? Yeah, my crazy. brother lives out that way, yeah. and it is the middle of nowhere. It'll be... I low-key hate it. It'll be like Lake Nona. Traffic is crazy because it's all these private developments, these cul-de-sacs, nothing connects. You always have to hop onto these giant connector roads that everybody else has taken. Mm-hmm. So, like, traffic... It's busy out there. Yeah. There's new stuff out there every oh, day. It's just... But everything looks the same, and they name them after things that they've, you know, replaced, like Hawk's Perch and Unicorn Run and 
big, beautiful cedar bend. You know, it's all things that they've knocked down to put the houses up. Anyway, we got we're running out of time. All right. Thank you so much to Juju for having us. Yeah, we're gonna post all these photos. Everything was amazing here. The photos are gonna be even better. They're so it was so delicious. Yeah. All right. See you next week. <laughs>